0: podcasting from Yosemite Valley. It's Yosemite Voices. Vista, it would be view. Yes, spectacular, beautiful, awesome, hermosa, hermosa.
1: You know, people started waving the red flag and saying, hey, wait a minute. You know, what's happening to our views here? We can't see anything. All we have.
2: We are hoping to hear from the public, and and there's a lot of different ways that people can reach us and let us know what they're thinking.
0: Yosemite Voices is a series of audio podcasts intended to provide insights into the natural and cultural history and management of Yosemite National Park. We also explore the lives and lifestyles of the people who work and live here. Welcome to Yosemite Voices. It's Tuesday afternoon on the 10th of February and I'm standing here at Tunnel View looking at an incredible view of Yosemite Valley. This is the viewpoint below the tunnel along the Wawona Road, which enters the valley from the south. It's been a beautiful day here. The trees are still holding the snow that fell yesterday, and the stern face of El Capitan stands there on the left side of this incredible vista. On the right, Bridal Veil Fall spills lazily from its hanging valley. In the distance, Cloud's Rest, rising to nearly 10,000 feet, is clothed in snow. And Yosemite's signature icon Half Dome is also capped with snow. It sits to the right of Cloud's Rest and from here I can see sentinel rock, sentinel dome, cathedral rocks, and leaning tower. Dappled sunlight floats across the scene as clouds drift across the sky. This view is spectacular. Today we're going to talk about the views, how they've changed, and what we've done over the years to maintain them. Now, Some people call this Inspiration Point. It's the most recent of a line of Inspiration Points that began high up on the mountain behind me. Historically, the the first Inspiration Point was along a trail up there. When the Wagon Road was built back in 1870s, um, Inspiration Point moved down the mountain with the road, and the original appeared on the maps as Old Inspiration Point. And now here, Tunnel View is the inspiration point on the route into the valley. A civilian militia called the Mariposa Battalion entered the valley near here on an expedition to rid this part of the Sierra of Indians. Among those first non-Indians was a man named Lafayette Bennell. He wrote of his first experience upon looking into Yosemite Valley from near here.
3: None but those who have visited this most wonderful valley can even imagine the feelings with which I looked upon the view that was there presented. The grandeur of the scene was but softened by the haze that hung over the valley, light as gossamer, and by the clouds which partially dimmed the higher cliffs and mountains. This obscurity of vision but increased the awe with which I beheld it, and as I looked A peculiar, exalted sensation seemed to fill my whole being, and I found my eyes in tears with emotion.
0: Ever since Benell's first view, millions have been inspired by views of Yosemite. Scenic vistas can be life-changing. I know my first view of Yosemite Valley back in 1967 surely was. About a month ago, as the full moon rose, a life-changing event occurred here. I just happened to be standing nearby when it happened.
4: Oh so said we've been together for quite some time,
3: and I can't think of a day without you, so as I'm a for a loss of words, will you marry me?: Yes. I've been walking around the whole valley waiting to propose, and when I saw the moon come up, this was the best place to do it. You can see the entire valley from here under moonlight. All day long, you were
0: walking around the valley kind of wondering where you're going to do it, when you're going to do it. Um, were you nervous about it?
3: Yes, I couldn't find the right words. He
4: kept on kept shaking his to, leg. i why are you so nervous?
3: trying to find the right words and everything else they just were not coming
0: <laughs> that's amazing did what, what did you think was up with him
4: i don't know he just seemed really nervous the leg shaking thing i was like what's wrong he's all nothing i'm just i'm fine
0: well, how, was it romantic
4: oh yes with the moon it was perfect
0: and thank, thank, thank you so much for sharing that moment with us no problem Now there's a very special vista down on the valley floor. I'd like to take you there. This viewpoint is called Valley View. It's where Ansel Adams had his first view of Yosemite Valley. It's easy to miss this view because it's on the way out of the valley and the view is behind you as you drive by. We're alongside the Merced River, which makes a lovely foreground to the view and a great background soundtrack. Across the river, I see a wide open meadow lined with conifers. Two massive rocks frame the scene with El Capitan on the left and the Cathedral Rocks on the right. Bridal Veil drops over the cliff below the Cathedral Rocks. I can see far to the left, Ribbon Fall, dropping 1,600 feet down the cliff. This vista here is is much more intimate than the vast expanse seen from Tunnel View. You know, I remember when you could see Half Dome and Cloud's Rest clearly from here. Today, I can just make out their shapes through the trees, rising above the far end of the meadow across the river. Behind me, there's a sign indicating the high water line from the flood we had back in 97. That flood affected the view here. In the years following the flood, vegetation uh, grew into a thicket that obstructed the view. Crews cut the vegetation back and once again people can enjoy the view. Now I want to take you to another vista point further into the valley. Right now we're passing the turnout for the Three Brothers. I can see them playing peekaboo through the trees uh, but there's no clear view of them. The viewpoint I want to tell you about though is further up in that turnout with the two large cedar trees in the middle. Back in the 1930s, the U.S. postal system issued 10 stamps celebrating the national parks. The first stamp was released on July sixteenth, 1934. It pictured the view from here. You can easily find a picture of that stamp on the internet. On that stamp, you can see the entire profile of El Capitan, all the way down to the base. A few trees are silhouetted against the massive stone face, but they cover very little of El Capitan. Victoria Mates, one of my colleagues, told me about her experience with this view.
4: One of my duties here while I've been working at Yosemite has been to manage and create and install interpretive exhibits, and that includes the wayside exhibits in the park. And after being here for a year... Now the,
0: now the waysides, those are like the signs that people...
4: Yeah, yeah, those are the ones that you see along the side of the road, along the side of the trail. They generally interpret the scenery that you're looking at. And I started to recognize, as I was inventorying waysides, there were quite a few exhibits that were in places that you could no longer see the scenery. And it it was difficult to understand what was being described in that exhibit without being able to actually see what it was talking about. One perfect example is on Southside Drive, and it was an exhibit that described the North American Wall of El Capitan and there were trees that were growing up right in front of where the wayside is located, you couldn't see the North American wall from the wayside. So we made a decision to, to take that wayside out just because it was no longer relevant to the experience that was that was at that particular site.
0: And you, you couldn't move the wayside to some other part of the parking area to see the, the wall?
4: Um, there weren't any clear gaps between the trees, and beyond that, you know, there weren't just the big trees. There were lots of seedlings and brush and other plants that were growing up in those areas.
0: One of the Indians Lafayette Benel helped remove from Yosemite Valley was a young girl named Totuya. Totuya was 12 years old at the time, and once taken away by the Mariposa Battalion, She would stay away from her mountain home for over 75 years. In the late 1920s, an old woman named Maria Labrado Idarte came to the attention of some ranger naturalists and the museum librarian. As it turned out, Maria, who was living in the mountains near Mariposa, was in fact Totuya. In 1929, she visited Yosemite Valley for the first time since her childhood. And during her stay, she commented about the state of the valley. Shaking her head, she said, Too dirty, too much bushy, Awani too dirty bushy. You see, to her eyes, the valley had become overgrown with shrubs and trees. Now at about that time, another woman was visiting Yosemite Valley. And she would not return for 50 years. It was in the early 1970s that she approached a young ranger with a question. She asked what happened to the valley. Ranger, you can't see the views. When I was here 50 years ago, there were beautiful views of all the rocks and waterfalls. Now you can't see the views for the trees. I was that ranger. And I didn't know what to say. I'd only been working here for a few years, and, but I was totally inspired by the views. I do remember, though, a, a particular tree along the trail to my tent cabin near Yosemite Village. It was about four feet high, and I remember running home for lunch one day, and in my exuberance I jumped over that tree. At the time I thought to myself, when I have kids, I'm going to bring them over here and show them the tree that I jumped over. Today that tree is 60 feet tall and it's doing its part in hiding the scenery for which this park was originally set aside.
4: The tunnel view was another example of an area that was once a broad sweeping vista and and the trees had grown up to obscure the view, and now the trees have been removed, so the the view has been restored. And it used to be that whenever a tour bus or a tram or a large group would be congregated in that area, that they were all jockeying for the sweet spot. There was one area that you could get The money shot, if you were a photographer, that was between some trees and, you know, there wasn't a terribly wide sidewalk there. So you would see just clumps of people in this one area because that's where the most stunning view or the most holistic view of the valley was that you could get between the trees. So now with the trees being cleared, there's a much more wide space where people can, can view that scene from, from several dozens of angles rather than just one.
0: Any kind of controversy over that?
4: So there were quite a few people that, that commented that they would have liked to have seen the trees stay. course there's two sides to every argument there are also many people that are thrilled that that view has been restored have you been here before they cut the trees is that what they did because I thought I thought I remember trees being in the way a little
0: more yeah some of the trees so they cut them huh well they've opened it up yeah I remember there it was hard there was only a few spots you could shoot from then I go man it seems like a lot more room now what do you think of the view since they cut out all the trees
2: I like it it seemed expansive, the, the grandeur, the size, seems bigger. It, it's like you, you can't touch it, it's so, it's huge.
0: Yeah, because it used to be hard. You know, it's only a couple little spots you could shoot from and everybody's fighting over them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Una vista hermosa.
4: Espectacular.
0: Vista, it would be view. Yes. Spectacular, beautiful, awesome. Hermosa. Hermosa. Si. And what, what did you say? The view is. Because... Was... Hermosa. 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 Hermosa.
2: Yeah. Very nice. Uh, bonita?
0: bonita. Muy bonita. Muy
2: bonita. Muy bonita.
0: bonita. <laughs> Muy bonita. I spoke with Brian Mattis, our park forester, about changes to views in Yosemite. When it was first set aside, this valley uh, was mostly open country and now it's mostly forested, what happened?
3: Well, uh, lots of things happened. Um, probably one of the biggest changes would have been uh, the cessation of the regular burning by the Native Americans. And then when Europeans got settled in here and decided there were too, too many mosquitoes and they wanted to water, lower the water table, uh, blasting the terminal moraine down by Bridal Veil, vale, um, dried things out to where the trees could much more successfully invade the edges of what had been wet meadows or uh, even just the open woodlands that were there that didn't have a lot of trees in them. And then further draining of the meadows uh, through ditching, and then there's been tree planting, and um, probably all of these activities had good intentions, but uh, comprehensively they've changed the landscape. Landscape
0: architect with Yosemite's Division of Resource Management and Science, Brian Chilcott, had this to add.
1: You know, you look at the oldest photographs from the 1850s, 1860s, and of course you see more of an oak savanna type of landscape in the valley. You know, a lot of wet meadows and um, a lot of openness and a lot of open views. And with every decade that's passed since then, the, the conifers have succeeded the oak savanna and now we have mostly a a mixed coniferous forest in the valley you know people started waving the red flag and saying hey wait a minute you know what's happening to our views here we can't see anything all we have are these
3: conifers the oaks are disappearing everything's uh, a mess we've uh, had piecemeal efforts Um, we had a complaint about the San Joaquin overlook being on the road guide, but you can't see the San Joaquin Valley anymore. And so there was a, a very narrow scope project approved to open just this this most scant corridor that you can stand in one place and see a, a little slice of the San Joaquin Valley again. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, Hutchings View and the view from well it was called the main viewing area over on the lodge side was reopened during the Yosemite Fall project. Um, We did some Vista reestablishment, really, uh, Vista Maintenance at Tunnel View for that project, but we haven't put together any kind of programmatic plan. But we are
0: now. Yosemite's Chief of Resource Management and Science, Dr. Nikki Nicholas, explains.
2: We're now working on the Yosemite's Scenic Vista Management Plan. And the purpose of this plan is to guide management actions by the National Park Service to protect and restore Yosemite's historic viewpoints uh, and, of course, the natural processes that created them. We also want to preserve the historic and cultural settings in which the viewpoints were established. I think that most people, when they come to Yosemite National Park, just are just awed, stunned by the views that they see, they look up and see these amazing granite rock faces, and because of a lot of past management practices, a lot of those vistas and viewpoints just aren't even visible anymore.
1: My responsibility has mostly been in a a technical capacity where I've been doing um, a lot of the background research in the archives. I've also been in the field doing a lot of documentation at historic viewpoints and documenting vegetation encroachment in the valley, looking at historical pictures and getting them side-by-side with current pictures to be able to compare differences.
0: I asked Brian Mattis what sort of techniques we might use to rehabilitate and maintain these views.
3: Well, you you really can't beat the chainsaw for the expediency of instantly opening up a a small vista. Uh, In the longer term, and certainly on a more landscape scale, prescribed fire a lot. Uh, the Native Americans here used pre- uh, well, what we would now call prescribed fire, but regular burning to keep areas open. We can't preserve every view. We can't just run around
1: willy-nilly and, and deciding where we'd like to see something from and, and start removing trees.
0: The 1980 general management plan says that we're to let natural processes prevail. Mm-hmm. How does taking out shrubs and trees to restore a view that people were uh, getting 100 years ago reconcile itself with that?
1: Well, I, th- I think the first thing that everybody needs to understand is that um, the landscape in Yosemite Valley in particular is not really natural. Processes that would have moderated the forest succession in the valley were cut off when the fires, the fire suppression began a long, long, long time ago. Um, so the views were um, a byproduct of a different landscape before moraines were removed, before ditches were dug, before meadows were, were tilled and planted. The reduction in the groundwater table subsequent to various forms of hydrological manipulation and the suppression of wildfire are two major ecological
3: processes that were changed. So the public will first be involved during our scoping. We will uh, have it featured at an open house and uh, try and get messages for the public to send us their ideas, what are their favorite vistas, uh, how should we be managing them, and uh, things like that. So scoping is coming up soon, and we want to hear from them. Great. So, what does
0: scoping mean? <laughs>
3: scoping is just the term that's used to go out and say, "Hey, here's our idea. What do you think about it? I think that having a plan helps
1: to get everybody together to talk about what needs to happen and um, to formulate it in such a way that it it happens with um, you know with everybody's good graces and uh, and in a, a sensible timely uh, manner
2: We are hoping to hear from the public, and we're, and there's a lot of different ways that people can reach us and let us know what they're thinking. We're accepting emails. We're accepting letters. We are having posters put out at open houses. We are going to have walks around the park where we're going to ask people to come and give us comments during those walks. Uh, any way that people want to comment on this proposed plan, we want to hear from people.
0: If you'd like to participate in our planning efforts, the public scoping period is from February 12th to March 20th. For information, the best place to go to is our website. That's www.nps.gov forward slash yose forward slash p-a-r-k-m-g-m-t forward slash .htm If you want to comment by mail, address your comments to Superintendent, Attention Scenic Vista Management Plan, Post Office Box 577, Yosemite, California 95389. The phone number is 209-379-1365 and our fax number is 209- 379 Well, that's it for today's Yosemite Voices. In the meantime, remember, Yosemite is your park. We'll stay here and take care of things until you return.